living since, I believe, to mail a letter. And the Lord says, I will mail these letters when it costs 20 cents to mail Only 11 cents. Well, nobody believed this. Mail letters that cost 20 cents. They didn't even have faith for a 20 cent stamp in 1980. That's how little faith there was in Christianity. But then on October the 13th of 81, it cost 20 cents to mail a letter. And the Lord said, everyone that was conceived that was in the womb or nine months before was literally the army of the Lord. The first would be leaders and the second would be the greatest army that nothing could stop. <laughs> and when they reach the age of maturity, I'm going to begin to release them in power. They're an army that is my army and they cannot be stopped. I will arm them out of my armory in heaven. There's no gift that I will deny them. They will literally pull down the warehouse of God and they'll have no fear of the enemy whatsoever. These are the ones that will glorify me beyond anything that's ever been. For they are mine. They will represent me in my holiness, in my compassion. And this is what's getting ready to happen. An army of youth that isn't afraid to die for Christ. When you're not afraid to die, Satan has no control over you at all. You become a holy terror to him. It's a lot easier to die for Christ than it is to live for it. They'll do even the greater thing. They'll live for it. out of my armory in heaven. There's no gift that I will deny me. They will literally, they will pull down the warehouse of God. Warehouse of God. And they'll have no fear. They'll have no enemy whatsoever. For they are mine. They will represent me in my holiness. In my compassion. This is what's getting ready to happen. An army of army that isn't afraid to die for Christ. If you're not afraid to die, Satan has no control over you at all. You have a holy terror to him. Holy terror to Jesus Christ and God the Father. What does that spell? 
Not witchcraft. Trinity. Trinity is the correct answer. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. You gotta have a sense of humor if you wanna be in the army of the Lord because you'll be attacked on every side and the joy of the Lord will be your strength. And these people are demon-possessed, y'all. Seriously possessed with evil spirits. Mainly pride, which is the goat. And a lot of lust, which is the calf. And we deal with it every day in ministry. And we love it. But it's a massacre. The Leviticus priesthood was sloppy. I mean, any of this idea of clean, nice, neat ministry, you can just throw that out the window right now. It's an exorcism every day. Every day, and they're foaming at the mouth and pooping in buckets and throwing up and burping and farting. We've seen it all, you guys. I mean, I've had so many people come in my house and immediately puke. I mean, how fun is that? It's just like, instead of come into palm branches and fall la 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 sub church, it's grab a bucket! Grab! Oh, God. So it's not what you think. Everything you think, that's religion. The kingdom of heaven suffers violence, it is written. Violent men lay hold of it, and violent men advance it. So we're into something called righteousness. Righteousness is the Lion of Judah, Jesus Christ. It is called spiritual violence. We wrestle not with flesh and blood, but we do wrestle with principalities, powers, thrones, dominions, all spiritual wickedness in the spiritual world. All of it. Everything that exists in every nation, tribe, and tongue. And all the heavens and all the earth. All of it. Because we're the army of the Lord. And if we don't deal with it, guess what? You're getting fed up smokestacks and another holocaust because Satan hates your guts and has been trying to kill you from birth. So if our righteousness is not great righteousness, if we don't raise a standard of righteousness, wickedness will be our Lord. And I hate wickedness, and I hate fallen angels, and I hate the principalities, I hate the powers, I hate all demons, I hate religious spirits, I hate incubus, I hate succubus, I hate every lust spirit in hell, I hate death, I hate the angel Abaddon over all Hebrew rituals, I hate it, I hate warlocks, and I hate them with perfect hatred, but I love the spirit God has placed in them. So, O oh Lord, Please don't let me be misunderstood. Fa la 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 la. As the song goes. Amen. Because a lot of times that goat is so ingrained into the human consciousness that when you attack Satan, they take it personally, get offended, and go away disheartened. And go away offended. You know what offense is? It's a fence around your ego. An offense. If you are still capable of being offended, what are you defending except your ego? If you're crucified with Christ as you should be, and every real Christian is, well then, what is there to offend in there? You can't offend a dead person. You've been crucified with Christ. You no longer live. The life you now live, you live by faith in the Son of God who died for you. We're real Christians, real disciples, totally crucified, spirit, soul, mind, and flesh. We've rendered our bodies as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable to God. Certainly not to man. As it's written, you cannot serve both man and 
God. You will serve one or the other. That's found in Galatians 1. Jesus didn't even say that. You know what Jesus said? You can't serve God or money. He didn't say man, he said money. Because he boiled it down even deeper than the Apostle Paul. <laughs> he knew it was inside man's heart. The roots of all evil. Oh, it's true, y'all. We deal with it every day. All pretty on the outside. That's why Jesus called them whitewashed tombs. He's like, you got it all, Christianese on the outside. Man, you look like a Christian. You got the whole New Testament. Your doctrine is perfect. My God, you could teach in seminary. Inside, they're an open grave of Lucifer. There's no inward transfiguration. The Holy Spirit is unknown to them. They're in it for themselves. They're in it for their families to be blessed. They're in it for their families to get rich. It's a money marketing scheme. The entire system of humanity. I'm not just going to pick on Christianity because it's all humanity. The human flesh, the human nature, the sin nature, the human ego is 100% goat and calf. That's why it's written, be transfigured by the renewing of your mind. Metamorphosis, Romans 12, 2. If we were transfigured already, then why does the Bible always command us to be transformed in the renewing of our mind? To go after that Romans 8 mind of Christ. That Romans 12 mind of Christ. That bright morning star on the throne in the third heaven. Jesus Christ. To go after the crown of life. The crown of righteousness. Where's the crown sit, y'all? On your forehead it is written, Jesus Christ, our crown of glory. Amen. So that we're not bewitched in religion at all. Wasting our lives to a human system that only has appearance of good. What tree deceived your mother Eve in the garden? The tree of religion that had the appearance, but inside it was the grave of Lucifer, of the dragon's tail that swept one-third of the stars. That is the number one deception in all the earth. It's not liberalism. <laughs> it's not heroin. It's not Hollyweird. It's not sexual morality. It is most certainly religion. The goat head of Satan. I tell you the truth. I tell you the truth because I love you and the truth will set you free because I hate seeing my brothers and sisters in Christ slave for demons thinking the demons are the Holy Spirit. It's horrible. And if you need some foundation, read Rick Joyner's The Final Quest series, three books. It'll help you tremendously, especially The Call, as you're coming out of the prison systems of human Christianity, called the Horror Babylon. Everything that a human being can do is nonsense. Otherwise, you could have had the Old Covenant. The Old Covenant was the human nature, the flesh abilities. Sawing the animals in half, sprinkling of blood, going into the Holy of Holies. Almost all Christians nowadays are Old Covenant Christians. The New Covenant is the works or the acts of the Holy Spirit, 28 chapters. Has zero, zero, zero to do with your flesh. Zero, zero, zero to do with your brains. Your brains literally are the only reason why he died at where? Golgotha in Aramaic, Calvary in Latin. Skull Hill in English, the place of the brains, so that your animal brains that are only 3% more active than chimpanzees would not 
quench the human spirit that's God, that God has put in you. And I tell you the truth. That is the main enemy of your human spirit. I could just feel that thing. The chimpanzee. The ape. The planet of the apes. And religion is so ape. Ape shall not kill ape. And we just rally around flesh doctrines and flesh religion. And it's all flesh. It's all worthless. It's all dung. Literally Gehenna. It's all hell on earth. If you want heaven on earth, you need the river of life. And the river of life does not exist in churchianity. It does not exist in human flesh. It is the Holy Spirit, not the unholy spirit. Unholy spirit works in elemental spiritual forces of wickedness through the brains. That's unholy spirit. It's called demons. Holy spirit works outside the flesh because it's holy. It's set apart. It's God's spirit. The spirit of God. The seven blazing torches before the Lamb's throne in Zion. It's holy. And the Holy Spirit is the creator, maker of heaven and earth, as it's written in Genesis 1. He's brooding over the chaos even right now. Just brooding. That's that energy. That's the river of life. That's that electricity you feel buzzing in your hands during worship. It's called your mother. The mother hen. The Holy Ghost. The one who regenerates your spirit so you're not a prisoner to your brain. So you no longer trample the blood sacrifice underfoot with an old covenant witchcraft and an old covenant sorcery in 2017. Human abilities are pure, 100% sorcery. The new covenant is Holy Spirit abilities, the abilities of the river of life, the river of glory. That's why He died on the cross. We couldn't do it with our bodies. We could not do righteousness with our brains. Our righteousness was filthy, stinking rags, Isaiah writes. So God sent His Son to die for us. To remove our filthy rags, our grave clothes. Like Lazarus, four days dead. And He stinketh in His self-righteousness in his ego, in his dying star called the light of the human brain. Because only one star exists in the third heaven. Only one star exists in the kingdom of heaven. Only one star exists in the kingdom of God. The bright and morning star, Jesus Christ. And we are all in him. And we are one in the bright morning star. That's how we'll have unity of the brethren in the army of the Holy Spirit. Because there's no flesh in the river of life. And there never can be. As soon as you take a drink of the river and go into human abilities, the Spirit just leaves you until you repent and return to the river. The word return to the river is the word repent. Return to the high place, the penthouse. And not your dirty magazines. Get your minds renewed. Holy Spirit. <laughs> I love how everything is getting purged in heart and mind with pure Holy Spirit fire. All these ministers coming out as child molesters. Last week, 16 boys molested by the Roman Catholic Church in the Archdiocese of the Twin Cities is bankrupt. Bankrupt because of pedophilia by priests in Minnesota, USA. I want to see all churchianity bankrupt. 
all of it, all human systems, everything of the flesh, so that the spirit of grace and the spirit of glory can be our leader. That's how it is in heaven, and we're Christians, so we want on earth as it is in heaven, where the spirit sits on the throne in the kingdom of heaven. And the holy place is the throne in the kingdom of heaven. The spirit of God is the throne of the kingdom of God. On earth, it's treated like optional. Like, we'll go to church, but maybe we'll give a little wiggle room for God's Spirit. The rest of it is just maintenance of the flesh and what our brains can figure out and schedule so that it's predictable, so we don't scare these false brethren in the audience who have no inward transformation to save their lives because the whole system's corrupt. And I love everyone perfectly, but I tell you the truth, the whole human system is a lie. It is, in fact, the matrix. Jesus Christ calls churches pyramids. What he does not call pyramids is cities. That's why the smallest church in the entire New Testament, from Matthew to Revelation, was a city to the church of Corinthians, to the church of Ephesus, to the church of Galatia, to the church of Cyrodonia and to the church of every single church in the entire New Testament is a freaking city! How backslidden are we in our buildings made by human hands? Completely and totally clueless about the New Covenant. But God is merciful. He won't punish you for all of your wrongdoing and all your religious sin and all your serving in pyramids of human flesh. He won't punish you. He'll forgive you. Just like in Luke 15 when he deals with the goat, the prodigal, who's the religious one, working in the fields, always obeying the jot and the tittle, because the most spiritual thing is to be a, a Jew with your long payouts wearing a yarmulke over in Jerusalem. Real, no. The Bible calls that in Revelation Sodom and Egypt. Trust me, I'm Jewish. That's Sodom and Egypt, earthly Jerusalem. Hebrew ritual is pure 100% sorcery. And Christianity tries to mimic it with the abilities of the flesh. But the Jews have already maxed out that system. It is 100% a synagogue of Satan as it's written in the book of Revelation. Not my words, Jesus Christ, red letters. A synagogue of Satan murdering the Christians. They beat up Paul. We read his books. Do you know who was beating the living hell out of him in his Bible? that we read now and call the Bible? The Judaizers, Jews, the group of the circumcision that were only the ministry of the flesh. Those are the tyrants of your human spirits to this moment. Most of you are still constantly beat up by religious people and religious demons. It is the system of the Antichrist, I tell you the truth. What is Christ? The Holy Spirit. Christ, the anointing. Christ anti-Holy Spirit activity, which is called the works of the flesh. Church. Systems of man. Human predictable pyramids that still serve a pyramid on a $1 bill. And it's not conspiracy. Last time I checked my $1 bill, there's a pyramid on it. I'm not going to get into weirdness, so I'm not afraid of any demon. I'm not afraid of any warlock. I'm not afraid of any fallen angel. I'm not afraid of the red dragon, the beast, or the false prophet. And I could care less about what you think. 
We've dealt with millions of people, and we are so war-hardened that we love you so much, we tell you the truth. There's a pyramid here. It's called the flesh. And all the systems of the flesh are Gog and Magog. The book of Revelation is the revelation of Jesus Christ. We're the temple of Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit indwells our innermost being and floods our personality as it's written. Which means all the outward stuff is sorcery and witchcraft. The abilities of the flesh. All subject to that pyramid. And guess what sits on the pyramid? You know you can look at your $1 bill. There's an I. Lucifer! Correct answer, Lucifer. And you know what? I grew up a Luciferian, so I could care less what you think. I grew up with Freemasons. My grandpa was a Jesuit. These are Luciferian systems. Lucifer is the most ancient dragon, as it's written in Revelation. Druids worshipped Lucifer, served Lucifer. Freemasons served Lucifer, worshipped Lucifer. I mean, religion is the Luciferian system. In the Vatican, the, uh, the Illuminati, or the intelligentsia of the Vatican, fully 100% embraces Lucifer. I tell you the truth. From experience. You'll figure it out for yourself. I could care less. But it's true. It's not a global experience, uh, global conspiracy. It's a global fallen world of Satan and his angels. That's why we have to, New Testament, put on the full armor of God, take up the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, and fight the good fight of faith because the devil roams around like a roaring lion seeking whom he can destroy. And what is his chief strategy to destroy you after you find the truth in the Holy Spirit and in Christianity? Religion! So you would Galatians 3.1, having begun in the Spirit, try to finish in your brain. And we deal with it en masse, y'all. And God is so patient with us. The Father is a professional goat-slaying machine. And He's not mad at you. He's mad at the devil deceiving you. He's mad at Lucifer's light, the darkness that has the appearance of light that's in your souls. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil is starlight. Hello? Sorcery. Starlight. The light of the stars. As it's written, the dragon's tail swept one-third of the stars. That's scripture. So we like that light. Oh, it's such beautiful. No, it's God calls starlight, created light, darkness. Jesus Christ, red letters. Be careful that the light in you is not actually darkness. That's scripture. The light in you is not actually darkness. So the false brethren practice self-righteousness or religiosity that only has the appearance of good, but inwardly it's literally the throne of Lucifer. That's the greatest deception of the entire world today in 2017. And we're dealing with it. We're dealing with religion because once we take care of religion in the charismatic church, in the Pentecostal church in America, I'm telling you, this thing will go wild in all directions, flooding cities, flooding nations, and we're this far away from great awakening and great harvest of the end times where one billion souls will be added into the army of the Holy Spirit in the greatest awakening of all time. This is the beginning of the Holy Spirit revival that never ends. And it takes place 100% outside the four walls of the church. 100%. Because we're going to drown whole cities and we've been drowning whole cities for years and years and years and years because that's what happens when you're 
cup overflows, as it's written in Ezekiel 47. Proceeding from the temple is a river of life. Out of your heart proceeds rivers of creative power and glory. John 7, 48. Right? God, I always mess that up. Ha 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 ha. King Agrippa, I preach myself happy. Every word I'm telling you is a double-edged sword. I get blasted on this stuff because it's righteousness. Righteousness is supremely intoxicating. When you speak the words of the Holy Spirit, it's wine and it's bread of the third heaven of the kingdom of God. This is not an earthly substance. This is not a human message. This is not a human gospel. The Holy Spirit is 0% human. Zero. Now you're a human, but you need to transfigure. Romans 12, 2, by the renewing of your mind, by the Holy Spirit and His Word, the bread of heaven. So eat as much bread as you can from heaven every day, as it's written. Eat and drink, mates, and be drunk, brothers and sisters. Song of Solomon 5.1. We love you guys. Be blessed. Brotherman.com. <laughs> Shaka.